Welcome to Pieces for My Puzzle. I'm your host, Nikki Ship, and I'm excited to be sharing with you my life with a son on the spectrum. This podcast is for anyone who is looking for quick tips and perspective, but most of all, for hope and inspiration. So sit back, relax, and let's put the pieces together. And welcome back to another episode of Pieces for My Puzzle. I am your puzzle master, Nikki Ship. Thanks so much for joining us today. Last week, we spoke about common strengths that people on the spectrum have, and I like to call them superpowers. So if you didn't get a chance to tune into that episode, please do. This week, we're going to talk about using art therapy to help your child with expression, communication, and a way for you to connect with your child. If you think about it, art is very sensory, right? Most kids on the spectrum are able to experience sensory activities better than verbally communicating. And that was something that I realized with Drayson at a very early age. And you can use art therapy as a tool to help with emotional issues and communication rather than a diagnostic tool. This is something that you can do and and have fun with. And you can also help to explore not just emotions, but imagination too. So uh, there's a lot of benefits to art therapy, actually, and I'm not going to dig too heavily into the science, but I am going to explain to you some of the benefits of art therapy. One of them is that it can improve communication skills. It helps to stimulate and and kind of that part of the brain and help them focus more on things. Even if they hyperfixate on one subject, getting them to refocus on something else that's sensory-based is entirely different. So it can help to improve communication skills. It can also build and develop feelings and emotions for children, making a craft to help them communicate their feelings and also teach them endurance and patience in solving a problem even with an art task can also be really beneficial for the child. Training the nervous system is another one. This is also something that's multi-sensory and that can help improve listening and touching. D. Drayson loves slime. I can't stand slime, um, but he loves slime. And so of recent, we've gotten these like science slime kits. I can't even like say it without trying to cringe right now, but um, he loves the slime. And it's really, really funny because he now thinks it's funny that I get grossed out. So I will over-exaggerate my response a lot of times when we're sitting there, and I'm like, ooh, is that slime? And he'll start to laugh and think it's funny. So we've kind of made this little game out of it, but in the meantime, I'm getting him to do something productive, right, when we're doing these these slime kits. In fact, I, I hope he grows out of this face sooner than later, but can't he just like kinetic sand? I don't understand. Why does it have to be slime? But... But uh, it can help to train that nervous system in, 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 in many different ways. Excuse me. Uh, the other thing is it can help with a positive self-image. And it helps with development. It helps with spatial relationships and fine motor skills. And many other facets of, of healthy childhood development can take place with art therapy. And the other part of this is just to remember the mere fact that they're kids. These are kids. Kids like to do fun stuff. So have fun when you decide to sit down and do an art project with your child. 
There's lots of different things that you can do, such as painting, clay modeling, playing with water, uh, building tools. We've even done um, an art project where we've made an emotion wheel, and then that way he can turn the wheel to identify the type of emotion that he's feeling. Um, you can even make your own puppets, uh, sand art, uh, ripped paper collage, and even sensory bottles. If you've seen some of those sensory bottles, you can even make your own sensory bottles. And so I always encourage parents, um, get on Pinterest. I realize that that's a rabbit hole, but get on Pinterest and look up some ideas and see if there's something that you can do with your child um, to have fun with. Um, I do have a couple books here that I'm going to show, or uh, for those of you watching, I'm going to show, and for those of you listening, I'll describe them. I will also post these links in the show notes for you as well, so that that way you can um, take a look at these books. You can find them on Amazon, and one of them is called The Essential, um, excuse me, Essential Art Therapy Exercises by Leah Guzman, and it's really a great book. Um, you can actually take quite a bit from this book and even curtail it to what you're trying to do. Um, but basically, it helps with depression and anxiety, and even if there's, for some people that have PTSD. But that's what the original uh, intention of her book was. But we have found some great art projects that we've been able to do with this book. And because Drayson does get anxiety, um, this has been helpful for us to have as an outlet for him. Uh, one of the one of the ones I think we've done in here is called the emotions, emotions painting or emotions drawing, and um, and we've been able to have him paint um, emotion landscape. There we go, emotional landscape. Um, and this has been really great because he's been able to kind of paint how he feels by color. Um, and he associates color, you know, blue is sad, uh, red is angry, green is, you know, happy. So he's been able to identify by just kind of doing something simple like that based on how he's feeling. But what's great about this book is it gives you steps. So each one has a breakdown of steps and it also gives you here suggestions, questions for discussion, which is great. So even if you can't, they can't necessarily answer you or maybe they're nonverbal, you can still ask these questions. So at least it's, it's, giving them an idea of what you're trying to have them communicate in their artwork. So again, it's called Essential, Essential Art Therapy Exercises. Um, really great book. And like I said, I'll post that in the show notes. Another book that I just came across that I haven't started using with Drayson yet, but I will, um, I plan to actually this next week, is How to Draw Cool Stuff. And this is a really, really cool book. And it's by um, Catherine Holmes. And it's, a, it's intended for teachers and students, but I said to heck with it. So I went ahead and ordered it. Again, you can find this on Amazon. Um, I'll let you know in an in a upcoming episode how it goes. But it actually gives you um, up steps on how to draw a photo or, excuse me, a picture. But what, it, what I like about it is it talks about how to shade, shading. It talks about... Um, bringing things towards the front or towards the back in a drawing, how to make it look, um, you know, more objective. And um, Drayson is obsessed with letters. And in here, they do have a segment. This is where I'm going to start with him is they do have a segment on drawing letters, 
which I should have bookmarked it and I didn't. But um, it has a section here on drawing letters and even animals, objects, and it gives step-by-step instructions and then it kind of walks you through um, knowing, uh, understanding how to do it. So their, their whole concept is know, understand, and do. And again, it has some steps here along with the visual steps. And because Drayson is a visual learner, this will be great because I can go ahead and he can follow the steps and he can also see visually how they're drawing that photo or, or excuse me, that picture. So um, I will let you know how it goes in a future episode on how to draw cool stuff. Maybe I'll take a crack at it as well. But again, you can find this one on Amazon and I will post that in the show notes as well. Um, another book that I did want to make mention is called Reaching the Child with Autism Through Art. And again, I will pa- I will put the link to this in the show notes for you as well. So you can check that one out on Amazon. But Reaching, um, it's specifically geared towards people on the spectrum. And it has a bunch of art projects in there that you can do. I just, uh, honestly, I just forgot to grab it on the way out the door here to the podcast studio today, but I will um, go ahead and post that in the show notes for you to check out because that would be a highly beneficial book for you as well. At the end of every episode, we want to do a story highlight or ask a question. And today I'm going to ask you guys the question, have you found a great art project that you've done with your child and did it help you to connect with him and her? How did you guys connect while doing that art project? I would love to hear the answers to that question. You can email our show in at info at piecesformypuzzle.com. And if we read your response on the show, we're going to go ahead and send you a nice little gift as a thank you for participating And um, like I said, I would love to hear also maybe if you have a link for that art project, send it over as well. And uh, Drayson and I will try it out too. This concludes our episode for today. So please like and follow us on Facebook and Instagram. Subscribe to our YouTube channel if you haven't already at Pieces for My Puzzle. And if you like what you're hearing, please spread the word to the community. Let them know that we're here to help and offer more resources. And feel free to give us a good rating on your preferred podcast platform of choice. Uh, We always love the good ratings. And until next time, keep working on your puzzle. And remember, you don't have to have it all solved in a day. Take care. Blue cow. My mom always told me to say blue cow. Blue cow. Blue cow. Okay, now I don't have to sneeze. (laughs) Thanks, mom. (laughs) Uh, We'll put that one in the blooper reel.